Anonymous Child, Episode 2, Part 1, Mantis. Well, so, the bloody snow incident was the first time I recalled Vicky being the one who was in charge of me was going to change. I came from a background of a happy Welsh family, the Llewellyns, in which every year we would go to my grandfather's and grandmother's house in Iowa there and have the warmest, wonderfulest holidays. And um, the memories were, were significant in that that's where I found peace and solitude. My father, Larry, was a um, very hard-working cement worker and rose pretty high in the cement world. He was as well uh, achieved, you know, the 33rd degree Freemason and uh, passed that, you know, the honorable um, ranks and was an inspiration for me as well. Um, my mom, Marilyn, uh, was from Arkansas and was adopted and has no recollection of her real parents. And to this day, we still are unclear on who exactly they were, although some research put it, pointed it back to Marvin Hickman and a um, the unclear of her mom, maiden mother's maiden name. And... So they divorced. Apparently my mom was very wild. And that's where I gained my musical taste, my eccentric taste, I believe, because my uncle Chris, whom was adopted as well, my mother has Chris, Andy, and mother. And the trio of them were were kind of eclectic. They were in a little group. And my, and my uncle Chris played the guitar, my mom sang, and Andy um, was very eccentric. Back in the late 60s, 70s, 60s and 70s, apparently he was into like black magic, slept in a coffin, wore a top hat, um, you know, listened to the music of the time, the late 70s, you know, your dark black Sabbath, your dark deep purple, moody blues. But, and my mom listened to that too. And apparently the wild parties continued and my mom was just very unkempt with her personal life. My dad would tell me later on that there would be tampons on the floor and clothes piled up. And, uh, and, um, so, and I, I can just imagine me being in her arms, loud Black Sabbath playing, drugs, marijuana smoke wafting through the air. So, my father Larry was a very handsome man. He met, he met Vicky through his work, and you know, his, he had a job that was paying well. He was a very established young man. 
Larry was a, he was on the basketball team. He was, he was considered an, a jock. And so Larry and Marilyn met in high school. In Maryland, my mom was pregnant with Lisa, my oldest sister, when she was a um, senior. So they married, they had Lisa, Jackie, or Jacqueline, my middle sister, and Matthew, myself. Um, and the year was 1974 when I was born. So the recollections were vague, but there. And the recollection, apparently I was told that I was the apple of Vicky's eye for a while. And um, I'm going to use a different name because I don't want to name directly Vicky. Um, uh, let's name her Margie. M-A-R-G-I for the time being. So... Now, um, you know, I'd sit on her lap. Uh, Larry and Margie would, would my stepmother would have little parties and get-togethers, and they were happy, you know. And and um, there were some issues dealing with custody, and obviously during a divorce, and Larry and Marilyn's divorce, my mom and Marilyn's divorce, and there's custody and back and forth, and. But um, the recollection also, too, was with my mom was the very first concert that I went to, in which I believe it was 1970, I would say 1976 or 1977. It was a cold Iowa morning, I'm sorry, cold Iowa day, and... Um, a cold Iowa evening, and I remember the group Survivor was playing, and I don't remember who else was, was opening, but um, what inspired me only was a small figure on the stage, you know, due to, due to the distance we were at watching, and the lead singer from Survivor was clad in a, in, a, in a black leotard, you know, gyrating on the stage. And I just remember that made an impression. It inculcated and it was indelled in my soul forever. And that night, going leaving there, apparently I slipped on some ice. Kind of got a little hurt. Um, but when we were at my mom's, Marilyn's house, with her, at the time, boyfriend, Bill Fagan. <laughs> um, he was a hippie dude, you know, bushy beard, long hair, uh, drove a van, um, and they had a suitcase in the middle of their dwelling there in Des Moines, Iowa. And in that suitcase was a bunch of records from Queen to early, early music. And I remember the, I, those were impressioned upon my young, impressionable skull and brain. Um, 
Although I remember my parent, my mom would be in the back room for a long, long time in that little house, probably getting high, or not probably getting high. Um, they had acid, marijuana, cocaine, and pills, and Bill was a drug dealer as well. And so that was a neat house. It was a country house, beautiful Iowa country home. And, and, I, and there was a salamander down in the basement, I remember. I ca captured him, or it, and um, uh, I remember killing it. And the impression that was, was guilt, um, hurt. You know, I, I, I wanted my mom's attention. Um, we were very, very um, errant very floundering uh, in the fact that we were not settled. And then I'd go back to my real father, Larry, and, and Margie's house. And so, um, that was that. And that was the earliest recollection of childhood before the storms would continue. So that winds up part one of The Anonymous Child. I'm Mantis, real name Matthew Llewellyn. Thanks for listening to this section of the podcast. And it's a pleasure because we just, we just dug in. Where was it when we last played? Or was it pollen fray that controlled us through all the months and especially May. Thank you.